Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pinch Punch, first of the year. That's right, listener dear. We're recording our first flat share slam down live, and you can be in the virtual audience. Yes, we would love to see you there. Um, it's going to be on the 21st of January. That's a Thursday evening. We're going to start at 8 pm. And the way it works is you buy a ticket, you get sent a link, and you get to watch it live as we do it on YouTube. We're doing it over Zoom. You watch it live from the comfort of your own home. So go to eventbrite.co.uk and search for Pappy's Flat Share or go to our Twitter or to our Facebook. All the information will be there. We will probably even put uh, a link to it in the show notes of this show. Absolutely right. They're always loads of fun, aren't they, Clarky? <laughs> they really are. Hello, everyone. I'm here too. Clarky's here. Come on, Clarky. What are you going to say? Sorry, mate. I was just going to say, you know, a Thursday night, it's a great way to start the weekend. I love starting the weekend on a Thursday night. And this is I mean, your excuse. At the moment, you may as well start, like, with the way sort of life is going, you may as well start the weekend on a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be starting the week. We'll be starting the week for you on Thursday night. Yes, um, we've got the fantastic guest Aaron Craskell, star of uh, YouTube, uh, who is going to be great fun. We're really excited to have him on board. We're going to have another really exciting guest that we've yet to uh, capture, but we shall. Um, <laughs> I'm out with my butterfly net, but it's really tricky with social distancing. You know, it's going to be an extra long butterfly net, but I'll, I'll capture another guest. You'll see who that is very very soon. Good news, everyone. Between recording this advert and putting this episode out, we managed to confirm the lineup for Flatshare Slamdown. It's uh, Aaron Craskell and the brilliant Felicity Ward from Live at the Apollo and the second in between this movie. It's going to be a cracker. Link for tickets in the show notes. You'd be mad not to. We'll see you there. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode, the first of the year, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Pinch, punch, first of the year. Absolutely Um, right. What a treat we have for you today. It was a delight to welcome back uh, one of our dearest uh, and oldest friends in comedy, Mr. Joe Lysett. Yeah, Joe Lysett is our guest today. Now, before we get started, just a few, we had a bit of, Zoom trouble with Parry at the start. So Parry comes in a little bit late on this. Um, but uh, we had a great chat with Joe. He's just one of the nicest people you could ever hope to spend some time with. He's just yeah, a lovely I guy. Still, I still think the first time I met Joe Lysett was when we were gigging at the Llama Tree Festival with him. Yes. yes. And uh, and uh, that was when I was trying to wear a wig without referencing it for <laughs> the whole weekend. So. Yeah. So I'd I forgot about the, that. Yeah, the, the first time I met Joe, I was wearing this terrible wig and just didn't reference it until like the next uh, time I saw him. And I was like, "I'm so sorry." I was wearing a wig that whole time. And he was like, "Yeah, I thought you were. It was really odd." <laughs> <laughs> but also, you put that on like we, we were on our way to the Llama Tree Festival, and you put it on before we got in the car. So before the journey began, and you were like, this is what I'm going to do for the whole weekend now. I'm going to wear this wig and just see what happens. And all that happens really is I, you probably didn't see this because they were standing behind you, but I was constantly, we would be watching bands and people would be nudging their mates and pointing at you. And that's what happens if you wear a wig. Um, I mean, not if you wear a good wig, you know, but this was, this was, it was like, a, it was like Wurzel Gummidge. Yeah, it was, it was like a, a real shop wig. It was like five quid or something. It was a joke shop wig that we had cut to look like Clarky's hair for a sketch that now no longer looked like Clarky's hair. And uh, but you know what? A lot of fun to come on stage and perform the opening song and then say, "Oh, thanks very much." Remove the wig like it's a hat and put it back on. Always good. Just do- Always to doff to doff your wig. Is a really yeah. Never, the wig's my favourite visual ne- gag. Never not entertaining for an audience. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Wig comes off. Wig yeah. goes straight back on. People go oh, 
Absolutely. Um, you two yes. will go ooh as you listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll On the other side of this, we'll tell you all about our Patreon, for those of you that aren't Patreons. Uh, but in the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. Podcasts. I think P- Parry says he's restarting his computer. It's all gone a bit peaked on. Good to hear the, that expression back in 2021. It is, yeah, the nice nostalgic expression. <laughs> Parry's just never left the 90s, let's be honest. <laughs> How does Pete Tong himself feel about the the phrase, it's all gone Pete Tong? It's a good point, actually. I mean, it's, it's the toss-up between it being iconic, because everyone mm. knows, you know, if you're, if you're Cockney rhyming slang... That's that you, you become an, an immediate icon, don't you? But then, do you want well, to be known the, for going wrong? Well, that's it. We presume that he's happy with it. It's like going for a Brad Pitt. Although I don't think I don't think that's <laughs> super, think I don't think that superseded Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know Pete Tong um, had his first kiss with Vanessa Feltz? Uh no, I don't. But it's the sort of thing that when you hear it, you feel like you knew it all along. <laughs> it's always been there in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, he, he, he had his first kiss with Vanessa Feltz. I bet she's a great kisser. I mean, she's, she's, a, she's a wonderful all-rounder. I, yeah, she's a fantastic broadcaster. Superb I've broadcaster. always loved Vanessa Feltz. She was on the Radio 4 thing I did, and she was brilliant. Really, um, like... Uh, combative in a very funny way. I, I did um, when I, I I did a like an improvised sitcom with Trini and Susanna back in sure. the day, and she was one of the. She was in an episode, and we had to do a scene together, and um, uh, she was brilliant. But at the end of it, she stole my lunch. She like literally was like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just taking all of this, I'm taking this, and just picked up my lunch and walked out and ended. And like, and not in the like, we'd stop the improvisation, the cameras stopped rolling. It wasn't like she'd done it as a bit. Yeah. We just we had quite a sort of again, like you say, combative sort of uh, uh, improv scene. <laughs> and she ended that. She drew a line under it by picking up my lunch and just walking off with it. Fair play to her. Good old B felt. Where you, you know, that's a, that's, that's a that, hell of a that, move. That's, where she, that's why she's where she is today. <laughs> Overweight? No, no, that's what I was saying. She finishes every every exchange by taking a bit of not That's not what I meant. Poor old Vanessa. <laughs> well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. A pleasure. And now, obviously, we don't have Tom with us. At the moment. No, because he's trapped in the internet somewhere. It was quite scary what was happening to his face on that Zoom chat. Yeah, I got a few screen grabs, which I will add to my um, dossier. <laughs> <laughs> your Zoom fail dossier that you carry around with you at all times. Yes, yes. Or just your Tom Parry dossier. Yeah, no, more likely the latter, yeah. Yeah. It's growing. It's a big dossier, actually. Well, I've a, got one on each lad. of you. Oh, really? Oh, no, yes. that's worrying. There's a lot of long lens of you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Getting around and about. What's he up to today? What's he up to this week? Oh, that he's meeting with more legal. than one other person in the park, is he? Oh, I see. That is not one-on-one one exercise. Dog, yeah. is, that, is that dogging? What is going on over there? <laughs> I, you know what? I wouldn't mind... You know, like obviously, you don't, <laughs> here he goes. I know, you, you know, in a in like a uh, like a spy movie when they hand yes. the dossier and it's got photograph, like it'll be it'll be four photographs of you getting out of a car, but it's basically mm. the same photograph, and it, and they'll show it in kind of yes, and they're always black and white, and they've got a bit of grain on them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind. They look quite cool. They look quite sort of. Everyone looks stylish in them, don't they? This is what I'm thinking. Apart from, have you seen? I'm not sure I should mention it. Have you seen the pictures of Steve Wright? Oh, when he has to climb out of his car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Those, are the, those are the sort of dossier pictures I collect. Poor old Steve Wright. He Because he, he, he's had trouble with his weight, hasn't he? Back and forth with his weight. But he, he got to a stage where he couldn't, he couldn't drive his car into the garage, open the door and get out. He had to climb out of the boot. 
I don't think it's a weight thing. I think it's the size of the car to garage ratio thing. Oh, um, right. I, I thought it's it was a very that. neat. It's a very basically in order to get it into his garage. I think anyone would struggle to get out of it. And so what I presumably he just wanted to store it there for a little while. I, who knows? But there was a pap outside and he literally opens the boot and climbs out of the back of his own. Because the alternative, I suppose, is is pushing it in, but then you can do the handbrake. So yeah, no, it's, it's the only way to get out. Does it look like the car's giving birth to Steve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of wet with oil and, and and wiper fluid. Kind of in my head, I'm uh, I'm imagining it like the uh, Dilophosaurus scene from Jurassic Park, where he's like scrabbling around in the rain. Yes. I'm going, to show, I'm going to Google it on my phone and show it to you because it's it is um, it's a it's a it's an image. Um. Well, while you do that, we're we're joined by Tom Parry. Parry, how oh. are you doing? Oh. Oh. Now. Hello. He's. I can see movement. I see movement, and also his video looks good, but it doesn't look like. You see that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what? You're, abs- you're absolutely right. I'm, you can see there's no there's, there's no, no space. space for anyone to get around that. No, you could be. So it's, it's not a weight issue. It's a it's a it's a it's a Range Rover well, I, issue. Well, I apologise so. to Steve Wright for bringing up the, the weight factor. It's purely that he's just got a small garage. He looks quite nimble, really. When you look, he's you know. Oh yeah, he does actually. It looks yeah. looks like he's doing pretty good there. I, I can't help but think if he got a smart car, he wouldn't need to do that. Exactly. But the, exactly. The thing is, though, then there'd just be a photo of Steve Wright getting out of a smart car, and that would look funny as well. So it's it's <laughs> tricky, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky when you're Steve Wright. There's no it? right way to do it. So, oh, oh, lovely stuff. So let's. I'm going again. Oh, he's off. He's off. Hey! He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing we hear him say all afternoon. Is <laughs> Parry shutting down Clarky like he loves to do? It's the only thing that gives him power. It's the only thing that gives him enough power to... to, to... Paris just slammed the boot on me. Hello, everyone. Are we, are we off? Are we in? Sorry about that. Hey, that's all right. Don't worry. Are you recording yourself? Yes. You sound yeah. like you're coming through your. You sound like you're coming through your headphones rather than the mic. I am. I am. Oh, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up again, Clarky, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely, that Steve crazy. Wright, Clarky. Um, I'm sorry. I, I I might have to just sound like this. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. That's can right. you turn your sound up a little bit? Is that possible? Or is that as loud as we can hear you? I don't think I can do anything. Okay, no. <laughs> Go to your system preferences. <laughs> Click on sound and look at the input. And can you get it higher if you can do that? <laughs> I'll try my best for you, Joe. I'll give it a really good go, but I'm struggling to find system preferences. I presumed you were on a Mac, but if you're on a Windows PC, then I don't know what to do. <laughs> I tell you what, I genuinely think we could get that to number one because there's so many people who are probably struggling with their uh, with their parents and connecting and to Zoom calls. And the producer says I can fix this in post, anyways. Well, to the to the listener at home, they'll already know whether that is true. So um, yes. Let's let's get ourselves started. Um, Joe, mm. great to have you on the show. What sort of a person are you to live with? Stunning. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was described uh, by a woman I was dating as um, as a, an old woman to sort of uh, <laughs> to, to live with. <laughs> Because uh, did she like, know she was dating Joe Lysett? Did you think she was actually dating <laughs> Dame Thora Heard? <laughs> we are one and the same, Matthew. Uh, interchangeable, me and Thora Heard. Um, basically, you know, I like uh, I like to kind of make it homely and warm. I like, particularly in lockdown, I've been doing a lot of baking. Um, Ooh, you know, put a nice right. fire on. There's a nice fresh sourdough. Ride the stair lift. Get up in the stair lift. <laughs> wipe the piss off. What do you bake, Joe? <laughs> Uh, I was doing a lot of bread in lockdown one and then um, got old chub chub, didn't I? So I, um, I, I was doing like sort of, um, 
uh, banana bread and all that kind of cliche stuff. But I've started making these crackers that are uh, um, a kind of low carb, I suppose. And you make them with psyllium husk. And I just love the word psyllium husk. Well, I love them in Peaky Blinders. Harry's gone again. I am weirdly, weirdly, Joe. Two of my friends got in touch with me in the last week and a half to say I just spotted Joe Lysit. Someone said I've just seen Joe Lysit in Blackheath. He looks very hungover. My friend Mark. When was that? I mean, I've been in Don't worry, this was pre-lockdown three. Oh, yes. No, so, um, I, yeah, that I, was, I, I stayed with a friend in Lewisham, so we went for walks on Blackheath, yes. And then my friend who lives in Birmingham said, I saw Joe Lysett, I think he lives around here. So you're a very, you're a very spotable guy. Well, the thing is, is that I wear ridiculous... I actually haven't got any in the room with me, but I normally wear a ridiculous coat, so I don't make myself... Is it, is, a big, is it like a big purple one and with a headscarf and, and yeah, a, I've a got, trolley bag? I've got purple. I've got one that makes me look like that character in Monsters, Inc. Like it's like multicoloured. Uh, I've got one that's just sort of full kind of um, like a bear. Um, yeah, so I am, I am quite spotted. You like to be spotted. Um, I got a text from my friend uh, saying, I've just seen Joe Lysett. He's put on so much weight from all the bread he's eating, he has to get out of the boot of his own car. Couldn't, is that, is that true? Is that is, dressed as a bear? Hundred yeah, percent true. true. Yeah. It's either it's either Joe Lysett or the bloke from the Revenant. It's either I don't know which one it is. Oh, I made text me saying I've just seen a bear getting out of Joe Lysett's car. It looked like he'd eat him. <laughs> All true. All of these all of these reports are true. None of it is fake news. It's great to have a little bit of showbiz gossip at the top of the show. Um, <laughs> shall, shall, shall we crack on with some of the the beefs that our listeners have sent us? Um, yeah, we really should. Um, Harry, do you want to start off, please? From Anonymous via beefbrothers at gmail.com. Get in touch. Dear Beef Brothers and guest, I live in an apartment building in the north. Oh, my uh, beef is with one of my neighbours. Let me write this down. Should I do this in a northern accent? Um, I, oh, yes, please. I th- well, I was going to say no, so the deciding vote goes to Joe. Northern accent or nay? Yes, please. <laughs> my beef is with one of my neighbours. At best, this neighbour is well-meaning, but at worst, he's virtue-signalling, deceitful shit of a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I... I stand corrected. It does need to be in a northern accent. But I don't want to prejudice the beef. (laughs) I don't want to prejudice the beef. Not yet. In September 2019, I was doing a big clear out and had an ugly armchair to give away. I turned to the building's Facebook group and it was snapped up in a matter of minutes by this neighbour. He said... The charity I work for can make use of this. We have an old gentleman who has no furniture. This will be ideal for him. This is standard practice with this guy. If anyone offers up something for free, he'll be on it within minutes saying it's for charity. And on the off chance someone claims before him, he will still ask for it with an accompanying tearjerker, brackets, homeless mother with hungry kids, etc. <laughs> Clearly in an effort to guilt the first claimant into relinquishing their freebie for a more noble cause. Wow. In the case of my chair, though, he was the sole responder and I was glad to be rid of it. 15 months later, December 2020, I'd left Facebook by now, but some of my neighbours continued to send me screenshots from the Facebook group because, let's be honest, it's been a dull year and local drama is funny. One one screenshot really caught my eye. The neighbour was now looking for a lodger and attached a photo of the room. Oh, here we go. This is superb. Would you believe it? There was my old chair in the corner. The chair I was told was destined for an old man living alone with no furniture. But it had never left our building. The general Ah. character of this neighbour is not on trial. He's a top-tier douche (laughs) goblin. (laughs) (laughs) And of that, there is... (laughs) He's a tier five (laughs) douche goblin. Of that, there is no question... But if you'd like examples, I'll include them too. Exhibit A. Tom, can I stop you just one second? Did you see that Emma's asked if you're on the right mic? 
I, I should be, yes. Oh, sorry. No, I tell you what. Oh, you know what? She has. She's actually. He was actually asking me that question, not you. My apologies. <laughs> and the answer. And the answer is no. I'm not. So I'm sorry. <laughs> We run a real professional outfit these days, Joe. <laughs> that is bad. That is bad. <laughs> oh my god! Tight ship here. <laughs> really strong stuff from the puppies. That boys. is bad news, everybody. I'm so sorry. Oh, you sound amazing. Yeah. God, God, that's go. so nice that sound I know it's, it, isn't that mellifluous now now you've got that oh, oh look oh that's so nice <laughs> it's like getting into a warm bath <laughs> it's like turning on Radio X oh <laughs> uh, okay so let's okay. start again uh, Joe what kind of a flatmate are you um, <laughs> okay I'm going to give you these two examples right exhibit A the week before the first clap for carers, he posted on Facebook that as an NHS worker, the idea was silly and pointless. Then weeks later, after it had become a national event, he reminded everyone in the building that he works for the NHS and would appreciate it if people stood in their doorway when applauding. All our front doors <laughs> open out to an internal shared common area. Applauding this way would have meant facing him and not out into the street with the rest of the country. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy yes. is an absolute legend. I fucking love him. Is there a beef here? Yeah. Like, I mean, do we just say this guy's awful and that's it? I don't know. I mean, like, he's, he's really winning me over. Yeah. He's listening to it so hard. Exhibit B. The police visited him for a suspected party during lockdown too. Oh, no. He turned to the Facebook group to vent, saying, I showed the officers my NHS ID and I explained I would never break the rules. Sorry for the post, but as you can imagine, I'm upset. Weeks later, I noticed a group sex party being organised on Grinder, which was both close and very much against Chris Whitty's advice. For fun... I created a fake profile and got myself an invite to confirm my assumptions. It was at his apartment. Oh, whoa! <laughs> so clearly, he'd never break the rules unless it involves a truckload of cock. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, every, surely that's everyone's motto, isn't it? Of, of um, course. Should, should I be upset that the neighbour lied to me and kept the chair? Am I the victim of a deceit? Or should I just be thankful the chair was taken off my hands? What I'm truly getting at is, can I add this to the list of all the other awful things he said and done? Or is it not strong enough? <laughs> Cheers, everyone, bye. Anonymous, but if anyone in my building listens, I've already incriminated myself several times over. Wow. I, um, oh, my God. I actually had so much of a truckload of cock the other day, I had to get out through the boot. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, the, the visual imagery for that is, I don't really know what to do with it, and I think I'm about to come. <laughs> Happy to help. Um, the, so so the, the basic, the, our friend Anonymous here is asking, is he in the right to be annoyed about the chair? Yeah! Or is this, or is this guy such an arsehole that it's a drop in the ocean of, the, uh, uh, of, of him being, you know, a tosspot? I think, of course, you're upset. It affects you directly. Yeah, and also it's accumulative, isn't it, this sort of thing? Like, one thing here and there with a neighbour like that, you're like, oh, I can let that go. But it very much adds to a, a sense of the character of this total dickhead. Yeah, he's really, he's really kind of pieced together a collage of a massive dickhead there with all of that yes. stuff he's done. Yeah, he I has. mean, I can't believe the, the, the little side story that he just tossed off at the end there of, I set up a <laughs> fake profile on Grinder to go to his sex <laughs> that, that, yeah. I can't believe that isn't the big beef. And then the side note is, oh, by the way, he, t he hasn't given a chair because <laughs> there's so much going on in this story. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's astounding stuff. I love it. The one thing you could do, though, is... What you could do is you could organise um, a British Heart Foundation because they will come round and pick up your furniture, right? Mm. That if you've got furniture you want to get rid of, the British Heart Foundation will... will, will, will you can organise... Wow. Don't get me started on that. I was trying to get rid of a wardrobe the other day and they, uh, they came round uh, 
eventually and then they were like oh you don't have instructions for it what I was like that was it's a wardrobe any of the forms like to fill, fill out two different forms like we can't take it unless you've got instructions I was like instructions for a wardrobe just open the door and hope you don't end up in Narnia well, I'd taken it apart because it was like an Ikea wardrobe an old I Ikea wardrobe I thought it was just yeah literally just <laughs> hold handle pull handle <laughs> put clothes inside <laughs> take clothes out put clothes on bodies <laughs> You just throw the clothes at the bottom of it. What? What's going on? <laughs> oh my word! So you thought you were making their job easier? I've been by driving this wardrobe it. to work every day. <laughs> I've been climbing out the boots of this wardrobe. <laughs> I think what you should do is this, right? I think you should turn up to you know the film Amadeus, where there's a lot of mask stuff going on. Yes, uh, and eyes oh, wide shut. Yes. I think what you should have done is turned up to his grinder sex party, but in a sexy mask, <laughs> and then get up next to the guy and adopting an accent, say, "Let's do it over the chair," and then you kind of bend him over the chair, whoa, whoa, and then whoa, halfway whoa, through, whoa, whoa, halfway whoa. through, you, halfway through, you whip off the mask and go, "That's my chair." And it's like you, 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 you caught him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean that's, I mean, that's how this—that's how this should play out. That's my chair. One of, the, one of the worst things you can say during lovemaking, I think. That's my chair. <laughs> what? I think. I, I think your. I think your plans are a bit stronger than a range of British Heart Foundation going to come around and take the chair away. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I've it got gets to the nub of it. So Arrange for the British Arts Foundation guy to come and pick it up, but instruct him to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and bum him over the chair. <laughs> and ask for instructions. <laughs> was here's, here's an idea, though. Was the guy doing, like, a joke of going, it's going to an old man who lives on his own and doesn't have much furniture, and it was just a low-key description of himself? I think you could accept that if it wasn't for the fact that he does this every time there's anything <laughs> on the Facebook group. He's not like he's not also uh, you know a single mother on benefits. You know he can't always, like he hasn't got a variety of sort of alter egos and nicknames for himself. Um, I've got a fresh bombshell to throw into this. Yes. Oh, yeah. I bet you tw- twenty quid. This guy doesn't even work for the NHS. Oh. <gasps> He, he's already mentioned three times my NHS ID card, my NHS ID card. Yeah. This man has forged an NHS ID card. Yeah. Right? Wow. I've done that. We've all done that. We've all done that. So many. There's perks to it, isn't yeah. there? Perks to it. I've done a couple of brain surgeries. So, you know. <laughs> Why not? I like what he said about um, the, the uh, local drama is funny. Because um, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm obsessed with the local WhatsApp groups and Facebooks. Yes. I'm on all of them under pseudonyms so people don't know who I am and whatever. Yes, I could, I could so imagine you doing some good work there, John. On my local um, area Facebook group, a few days ago, a woman posted about how she's convinced that uh, there's human excrement uh, in the area. And she said something like... Uh, by the looks of things, it's human, and uh, and from the same person. <laughs> I can't tell if, like, all of my shits, shits look different. So, are you taking samples? Are you are you tasting? I mean, what, how are you how are you testing this from the same from the same person? Like this, like, like it's kind of a, it's a new fad. There's a few people doing it. We've got. We've got like a slightly lower key thing going on in this house because I'm currently living with my uh, wife and mother-in-law and there's always a floating poo in the toilet. And so one of us does floating poos, but maybe all three of us are doing floating poos. But very much I think the narrative in my head is one of us does floating poos. Yes. Whoever it is, it's probably, isn't it high fibre, a a floater? So who has the best? (laughs) (laughs) Tom's a crack in the bowl. (laughs) His wife's on the go, why have you brought a gong into the toilet? (laughs) So basically what you've now done is you've outed your wife or your mother-in-law as doing floating poos. (laughs) Look... 
They both listen. It, can we sort this out, please? <laughs> Weirdly, that's our next beef. Um, we've got a beef here from Tom. And by the way, that's all he's eating. Um, <laughs> Tom, the bowling ball parry. Um, right, what's our conclusion here then, guys? Well, he's an arsehole. Yeah, I mean, Anonymous, I, I think you are absolutely within your rights to feel aggrieved about the chair. Mm. And if you want to do something would, about it, I would say I would say either the very mild suggestion of organising a British Heart Foundation delivery for it to be taken away or the much more extreme one of going eyes wide shut on it. I'm happy with either of those. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that to Anonymous to decide. I mean, if yeah. it's Anonymous, they can surely just hack his account and give, his, give all of his stuff away. Am I right, guys? Oh, you think it's the anonymous movement? It could be, it could be. It could be the bloke who does QAnon, couldn't it? could be that guy. Because it does actually... So we, we didn't read the last yeah. bit of the email, but it does say Hillary yeah. Clinton's a paedophile. So that's yeah. the... We, we left out the... It's a P, the, PS. Full, the full phrase is, we are legion. That's my chair. <laughs> I was trying to get rid of a podium on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Beef solved, everyone. Solved. 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 Your brother's sorting out your beef. Beef solved. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Joe, would you like to do yours? Yes, I printed it out. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> Hello, puppies. I've listened, subscribed, and pat patronized you from the very beginning. Have I pronounced that right? Patronized. I guess so, yeah, yeah. But now, in a new low for our relationship, I must seek your advice. (laughs) (laughs) I, like any sensible person, have a few groups of friends who I used to keep resolutely separate, lest I have to explain the differing personalities and backstories I adopt with each group. Following my wedding a few years ago, I let my guards slip, reasoning that the disparate groups had vaguely met now, so all must be fine. This complacency lasted until, on a fateful night out a few months ago, I let two small groups mingle again, and two of my friends from different groups ended up hooking up. They are now in a fairly steady relationship, and I, beyond my facade of delight, feel dreadfully exposed. What if their stories of me don't match up? What if I keep having to mix groups from now on? Who even am I? Is it time to go on the run again? Should I encourage this union between two people I have admit uh, ha- I have to admit to liking? What if it goes wrong? I'll have to pick a side. Is it wrong to hope for an early personality clash and an unavoidable breakup? Regardless of your answer, you've been my favourite life jacket in this ongoing sea of despair. Thank you, Nick. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, a lovely, a lovely message from Nick there. Beautifully written from Nick. And it was. We we get that a lot from our listeners. We get some very beautifully written emails. We're always quite surprised when they display any signs of intellect. (laughs) 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 Like, oh my God, you're erudite, you're intelligent, and you listen to us. Oh my word. (laughs) This hasn't been written in chewed crayon. (laughs) It's amazing. Oh Um, God, it's delightful. Well, uh, Nick cannot be more delighted that when the national lockdown was declared recently he must have been absolutely cock a hoop about that thrilled but the, the, well, again let's let's already slipped into each other's bubble well this is i mean if they're if they're if they're hooking up then yeah maybe they're already bubbling together the, the uh, this is this is an interesting question we're asking here because what like how drastically different do you think you are with different groups of friends 
I, yeah, I mean, well, well, Joe's very question. different with his NHS co-workers. Yes, he, I am. His yeah. comedian co-workers. <laughs> yeah, I'm normally in drag when I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be because the pass I stole off uh, an elderly woman. So, of course, yeah. yeah no. My my surgery tomorrow is with Dr. Josephine Lysett. I'm feeling quite confident about it, actually. Hello, Mr. Perry. Here for the brain surgery. We'll get that brain out of your head. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Sorry, I knocked my microphone off in excitement. <laughs> I, I, um, I think I, uh, I am a shapeshifter in depending on where I am. Um, I think and depending on how are. much bread you've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, isn't that quite common with comedians that we um, we sort of yeah you sort of you chamele you you sort of blend in with the personalities of the people around you. A little yeah, because you want to be liked, so you sort of um, fit in with what you're. That's, and I think that's fine, isn't it? Like it's that's okay. Yeah, that's a good, I actually think a, it's it's. It's one of the stressful things about I'm planning a friend's stag do at the moment, and they're quite uh, stressed about the idea of everyone coming together from different areas. And it's it's one it's one stress I never thought about when we got married a couple of years ago, is everyone from all walks of your life are in one place at one time. And for someone who enjoys compartmentalizing things, that is a weirdly stressful event. Yes. Well, you had two stags, didn't you, as well? Uh, yeah, I parry. tried to have. I wanted to have eight different stags, very small, <laughs> compartmentalized. I mean, you almost did. <laughs> but um, you know, it's why I think it's quite good. No one attends their own funeral because that would be very stressful if you have everyone from your life in one place. Mm. Whereas, so it'd be more stressful <laughs> for the people who, who weren't you. If you suddenly show up at your own funeral, that's going to freak a few people out, isn't it? Hop out the coffin and say hello, boys. Just be like, can you guys not talk? Because I was very different with you than I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> I still really struggle if um, uh, I bump into someone who uh, I've slept with, uh, with someone who doesn't, know, or someone who does know them or doesn't know them. I can't cope with being in, in, I think because they've seen me vulnerable, I can't cope with it. And so I generally, when I'm sort of looking for people to sleep with, I choose people who are as far out of my social circles as possible so that there's no, there can be no trickle back of like, oh, well, in bed he did that, or like whatever it is. <laughs> that's that's I am really classic. Some, yeah. That's kind of classic don't shit where you eat, isn't it? Yes. Which is why I do it on the street of your area. <laughs> <laughs> was doing that <laughs> so do you go on very do you go on very long journeys to sleep with people then joe is it like you travel to an oil rig and things like that to get as far away <laughs> just to try and get as far away from social norm as possible have you got another friend who spotted me on that oil rig <laughs> blackheath birmingham and oil rigs that's my that's the trio of joe's lovemaking <laughs> You're very it excited is. about HS2, aren't you? You can't yeah. wait for it. To, you're the, one of the few people who's like, this, is go this can't happen too fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, is, it is really, it's a really interesting dynamic, that show, because if you're that third person, you also can pick up on that vibe immediately. You know, like when you're with someone and they're like, oh, this is James. And you're in your head, you're like, well, you two have slept together. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. it's like there is such a funny chemistry when you're with two people and you like go, like, oh, this is this is my friend, Sarah. And you like go, and I, I, I really think you've slept together. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like a really good vibe. Because like, I've, I've never slept with a comic. Oh no, I've slept with one comic actually. Um, but I mean, hi, Jimmy Carr, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, I, I like, I definitely don't sort of sleep within the industry. I don't think so. Not, not much. Um, don't, don't sleep. Think don't so. <laughs> I don't it's think so. Not so, much. This is just like <laughs> it's been so long since anything's happened that I'm sort of going back through the Rolodex. And, <laughs> You well, know. if you're listening and you're a comedian and you've slept with Joe, then get in touch. Get Let's it. <laughs> Remind Joe. <laughs> this is where I discover I've fucked everyone and just blocked it out. Yeah, there's so, three, three people here incredibly offended by what you just said, actually. <laughs> 
Are you a matchmaker though, Joe? Because that's kind of what we're dealing with here is the stress of like um, very recently my wife and I, a friend of hers and a friend of mine kind of came together and it didn't particularly, you know, it didn't particularly work out. But while they were together, my wife found it a little bit stressful. I found it, I always think, Oh, great here we go but yeah. then it, it is weird it is a weird thing being a well yeah. i was in this very situation actually i held a dinner party about three years ago and two of the people there ended up being in a long-term relationship who'd never met before and it was i i really enjoyed that really liked it and since they've split i've remained close friends with both of them everyone's very adult about the whole thing so um i don't think it really I, I, I think I, I totally understand what Nick's going through because I overthink things like that all the time. But actually, nobody cares because they're all probably doing the same thing. When Nick's mates are probably going, "Oh God, Nick's probably seeing me in this slightly different way because I'm in a relationship now and whatever." So, if uh, if Nick's um, listening, I would say um, just chill the fuck out, you knob. <laughs> I think I think actually there is that, that's that's a really nice piece of advice not the way you phrased it necessarily <laughs> do a small bit of punch up on that but apart from that I think I think the notion that they are getting together Nick and chatting about you you don't have to worry about that they're not you know like most you know the the, the, the wonderfully freeing thing is that most people right now aren't thinking about you mm. And I'm not talking well, to also, Nick, I'm talking to everybody. Yeah. What, I'm, 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 I'm looking at Nick, we're talking about Nick, and I'm not thinking about Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the other way to think about it, Nick, is they're both your friends, they both like you, so when they talk about you, it's going to be positive. That's, that's all that's point, yeah. I, I always assume that. I always think I've got two friends, they're together, they're having sex, they're probably saying, what a great guy Tom is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The two <laughs> things you say during sex, what a great guy Tom is, and that's my chair. Those are the two things we know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You're gonna wear that mask the whole time. What's going on? <laughs> Do you well, think we could just clip up Joe saying "just chill the fuck out" about it and just use that to solve every beef when people <laughs> like it? <laughs> Stop overthinking it. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. I mean, that to me is beef solved because uh, because yeah, just, it's absolutely fine, Nick. Don't worry. The only, and the other thing I will say, Nick, is if though if that couple go on to get married on their wedding day mm. you get that very unique thing a few people have it where if you're the person who introduced those two people oh you're cock of the walk yes. you have like you have like a wedding day where it's like you are genuinely like look what look what i made happen. <laughs> and it's an amazing you know, it's an amazing feeling you'll get look to at my special day <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to talk about it. you just you just you know I, I've been with a, fr a friend of mine Vicky introduced the couple who got married and I was kind of next to her in the church and she could barely contain that energy the whole day she was kind of like well, well of course you know how they met didn't you <laughs> and it's like she just wanted she wanted the whole the whole day the run of the day to just know this is my work actually look on my work everyone it's like it's a it's Aww. an incredible feeling yeah oh that's really sweet. Yeah, I reckon beef solved. Beef, beef solved. solved. Beef solved. Beef solved. Chill the fuck out. sorting out your beef. Beef solved. So, Joe, do you have a beef you would like us to solve? Yes. Yes. Let's, so, hear, let's hear about it. It's about my flatmate, my son, Winston, who also <laughs> happens to be a cat. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the start of the first lockdown, a friend of mine said on. He didn't word it like this, but he said, I need to get rid of this cat. <laughs> as, <laughs> as I went to a say, bag and some bricks. <laughs> i got to get rid of this cat. Did um, you reply, look, I work for a charity. I know an old man, he hasn't got a cat. <laughs> That's my cat. <laughs> I know an old brain surgeon who would love a cat. <laughs> um, so I said, yeah, I'll look after it for a couple of weeks. And uh, he's stayed ever since. I'm allergic to him, but he's become a great friend. And so I put up with the constant uh, breathlessness and inability to see out of my eyes. And um, oh uh, anyway, he, uh, he came back the day before Christmas Eve, covered in mud and limping. And I wasn't sure what had happened, whether he'd been hit by a car or something, whatever. I checked with a friend of mine who's a vet and he said he's probably fine. Um, he's probably just got into a scrap or whatever. 
keep an eye on him. And he was eating and stuff so that he wasn't too worried. Uh, and he sort of slowly recovered, so I let him back out again. And then he came back again, limping again, <gasps> looked like he'd been in a fight. Horrible. And I've discovered that there's a, a, a rival cat, um, which I can, I've got footage of the, the bastard, as I'm calling him. Um, and there's obviously a turf war going on. God, your cat's being bullied? Uh, yeah, I think he is being bullied. Here's the... Oh. It's a horrible noise. It's like fish. Cobra Cat. Can you hear that? Oh, I'm glad yeah. you're going that way with it. Oh, dear. Ooh. Horrible noise, isn't it? That's bullying, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. so I... Um, I, the, the, the previous owner of said cat popped around the other day and it was really sinister because um, he just, uh, I was telling him about this and he just pulled up in the car and I heard the car, I didn't have any music on or anything so it was really, I just heard this car pull up and then I heard something go through the letterbox and then uh, the car drive away and it was an envelope and in it was a BB gun and some dreamies. <gasps> and his solution is that I should shoot this... <laughs> shoot this other cat with the BB gun um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's sensible since since that uh, that um, since he gave me the BB gun the local um, WhatsApp group has posted a picture of Winston and somebody says um, does anyone know this handsome fellow he's coming to our house every day and being very vocal at the back door twice he's managed to get in and steal Wizbit's dinner we are not feeding him or actively letting him in i'm just a bit concerned that he's been out in this cold weather and he's looking for somewhere warm to hang out so i think that other cat is Wizbit, and winston is going into Wizbit's house eating his food and Wizbit yeah. is quite rightly attacking so yeah. you've got the bully so I think I've just got the I've got but I, he's my shoot, son are you going to shoot Winston <laughs> you can't you can't have, have your final meal of dreamies Winston and just, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you it's like a mice and men but I've just since said think of the mice think of the mice Winston I'll just stroke you think of the mice look at those mice we're going to get pum pum there we go oh my god yeah it's brutal but I've since heard that he's going into other people's houses and eating their cat's food so he's obviously feed, got I, like a I'm feeding him loads sure, I give him a full mate, pack of whiskers sure. a day and I've given him loads of, dry of bread yeah, he gets a full. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't. I don't... <laughs> the poor cat's a celiac. I'm just the imagining him like buttering it as well, and like you're allergic with to a each paw. other. <laughs> That's really made me laugh. Full <laughs> <laughs> loaf of bread. A cat um, eating a sandwich is an inherently funny image, yeah, isn't it? It is. That's <laughs> really, really funny. Oh man. Uh, um, God. Right. So, so I don't. He's so he is my flatmate, and he's um, he's causing well, a lot of bother. And really I don't is, know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. He doesn't have a cat flap. That's one thing. So I, I in the cold weather, I let him in and out. Um, and then in warmer weather, I'll leave a window upstairs open and he can go out a bit, freezes the house. So I've not been doing that. And so I don't know whether to get a cat flap and then he'll be able to come and go a bit more as he pleases and can access his food whenever he wants or... Have you owned up to him on the WhatsApp group? No, because I'm on that WhatsApp group <laughs> under a pseudonym. So they can't know that it's me, that I'm on there. <laughs> Because the, po the politics, oh, it, I'm on quite a long road, so the politics of the road, are, it's kind of fascinating, actually, but I don't want to get involved. Um, I don't want people to know my number as well, obviously. Um, although I'm on that WhatsApp group on a burner phone, so it isn't my number anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this the is a very convoluted beef, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> guns being delivered to your door, you've got a burner phone. Yeah. This is a pseudonym. Yeah. This is the pure cat. breaking bad kind of stuff. This is unbelievable. Yeah. And your cat's stealing from other people's houses. This is <laughs> You're running a cartel is what's going on here. A cartel. A cartel. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's my beef. I don't know. I mean, do I shoot the cat? Do I 
keep him indoors? Like, I mean, that is an option. You'd make I, mean, I think I'd go keep him indoors before shoot him. I think that yeah. would be... Yeah, don't go to the park to do it. No. <laughs> I Move think, house? I think, it, I mean, again... Always, always a classic. It's a bit like chill out, move house. Solve any beef with move house. Um, <laughs> move house, get a divorce, chill out. If one of those doesn't work, yeah, I yeah. can't help you, mate. Um, <laughs> um, it's that it's not a good try podcast, Joe. <laughs> it work. Try bumming him over a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, could you? Yeah, I mean, do, do you want to make him an indoor cat? Is that the? But then it means it, that's punishment to you, isn't it? Because um, it's well, it's punishment to, to both of you, really, because they can't get out there and uh, you know go and have fun and and play, uh, and you have to deal with the fact you're <laughs> get out there, go and have fun, <laughs> live your life, son. Have you become emotionally attached to Winston? Yeah, I have. I really have. I've become one of those people. Like, <laughs> Tom I, is not going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, this microphone. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm up for discipline, though. I'm up for being a kind of, um, you know, a tough, a bit of tough love. But the problem with him is that they're just idiots, aren't they, cats? So they won't, he won't learn. I mean, yeah, the, the only thing I can suggest one, is you just feed Winston until basically he doesn't want to leave the house. Yeah, it's you know, really chubbed up. Just getting properly, properly, you know, leaving by the boot of the car, which, as we know, is the cat flap of the car. You know, <laughs> 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 but I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to. Basically, you've got to. If if he's getting dinner elsewhere, mm. that's because you're not giving him enough dinner. Unfortunately, I think you've got to really feed. You've got to feed up, feed up Winston. Okay, I think that's that's two I mean, packets of whiskers a day. Is that I think yeah, what you need to do, what you need to do is get one of those get one of those dispensers that looks like a kind of gumball machine that's constantly dispensing um, dry cat food. So there's yeah. never a time when he has to mew at you, going, "Oh, please have another tin of whiskers or another yeah, pa- yeah. sachet of whiskers." Just get a constantly like a, get a, like you know if you go to a posh party and they've got a chocolate fountain, mm. it needs to be that, but with kitty treats, just yeah. constantly flowing. Maybe I, I've got. Plus, a, uh, the, I did have a flatmate. He moved out. Well, he's sort of still. It's a long story. But there's a there's a bathroom that he would have used. I could fill that bath with with whiskers, couldn't I? Yeah, exactly. And Again, then he can just hop in the bath you, whenever he wants. Again, it's like did Breaking you, Bad. Did you, something. Shoot, did you shoot your housemate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. No, no. He sort of moved out. He's here. He's not. He's yeah, not, yeah. He's no. not under the carpet, is he, Joe? No, uh, no. I wouldn't ever put him under the carpet. That would be the wrong place. That's definitely where I wouldn't put him. <laughs> he, he's very much alive. You can uh, uh, you can check with him. He's just over here. Hang on. <laughs> Say hello to everyone. I'm fine. See there, there he goes. <laughs> he does. He does sound fine, actually. Um, and you, you know, just an, it's just another burner phone to cover that all up again. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dealing with all his WhatsApps. I um, like the solution of feeding him more. That actually might be. Um, a, I think it might be the practical one. It's going to be practical. Yeah, I'll, also, I'll try that and see what happens. It wouldn't harm. It wouldn't harm to just give Wizbit a little bit of a BB, just to, just a, a warning shot across the bag. Yeah. The other thing is you, you could you could Beethoven it. You know the scene in Beethoven when the little kid is being bullied and Beethoven shows up behind the little kid and the kid thinks he's actually sort of convinced the bullies to go away. That's what you need to do. Dress as a giant cat. And the next time Winston goes out for a stroll, just trail after him a little bit. And then when, when Wizbit comes and tries to sort of, you know, do, do a bit the old Southpaw, then uh, you show up, big cat. And just go, I can leave it, you know, and get then exactly. Winston gets what, a boost of confidence. Yeah, that'll certainly get the text messages flying in. I think I saw your friend Joe Lysit the other day. Basically, this this whole episode has been Joe Lysit is a furry. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out true. in various big. It's all true. <laughs> Well, in which okay, case, there you go. Beef, beef and podcast solved. <laughs> thank you for solving my beef. Joe, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, it's a been a real pleasure, pleasure having you, uh, even though uh, our uh, attention to tech has not suggested that. Oh, sorry. Um, 
but um, thanks so much. Is there anything you want to uh, plug? This is going out this Tuesday, so it's this week. Ooh. Is there anything anything coming up? I mean, no one's got anything going on, but no, uh, not really. I, I'm I'm sort of working on a few sort of art things. It's not. It's going to be a, a way off, I think. But if people are interested and uh, in, in anything I do, then on my website joelysett.com, you can sign up to my mailing list, and that's where everything I put everything first. So first dibs on tickets for stand up, and everything goes on there. Lovely. I was very privileged to see uh, an original Joe Lysett um, in December because you gave Josh uh, your Wayne Lineker uh, portrait, which I, I did, thought was, yes. was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely you. amazing. I was very pleased with that because I didn't think... I did that on a, another podcast, actually, on... Um, oh, I've forgotten what the podcast is called. It's, it's, uh, yes. Was it Annie McGrath's podcast? It's Annie McGrath's, but I'm trying to remember yeah. what it's called, the podcast. Comedian Art Podcast? Oh, art people podcast I know um, and I, I wasn't sure artists, secret artist thank you yeah with Annie McGrath it's really fun and while we were, while I was painting it I um, uh, because I was talking as I was doing it I thought this is going to be shit and then when I looked at it I was like oh actually I've sort of captured him quite well there and, do you um, think the distraction unlocked something maybe you know in the way did, if, you're yeah. tr- if, you're, if you're trying to come up with an idea someone's going for a walk or just doing something different yeah do you think actually the less you think about it the more you can channel mm, maybe the yeah yeah um, but, but Josh seemed really happy with it, so he's mounted yeah. it on the wall, so that's a good sign. Yeah, it's delightful. It really is. Um, thanks so much for being on the show. It's been a real, real oh, pleasure chatting so to you. It's so nice to see you all. It's, it's been yeah. years. It has actually it has, now been years. And yeah. I feel like, yeah, I've missed you guys. It's, it's, a, oh, it's been, you a, too. It's been Same. a pleasure. Cheers, Joe. Nice love, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye then. Bye. Bye, Bye then. So, sorry. That was lovely, wasn't it? It was, it was lovely. I talked right over you there, but it was a lovely treat. Oh, no, it's fine. It was a lovely treat. Um, I mean, the podcast, not me talking over you. I mean, I I get that treat every single day because I talk over everybody. I'm awful for it. Um, It's a treat I I treat myself to, I'd say, 45 times an hour. (laughs) Just ignore. You've got to stop thinking it as a treat. It's a little little treat I enjoy once in a while. You've got to treat yourself, don't you? That's the thing. Clarky, if I can just interrupt you for a second and say it really is it's a wonderful treat for me um, not for the listener at all um, I've had emails about it we don't read those out on the podcast so um, we uh, thank you very much for listening folks and if you, uh, as Parry said if you haven't already joined the Patreon now is the time to do it because it's a great time to join the Patreon it's a great time to join oh the Patreon God, yes because not only are we putting out um, bonus episodes, three bonus episodes a week, we're putting out three bonus apps every single week of uh, very, very fun flat share lockdown and some bonus beefs. Uh, we also have now, if you join for $2 and above, you get the first 50 episodes of flat share lockdown. It used to be only the $5 and above Patreons. If you join at $2, you get the first 50 apps straight away. And come on, let's face it, we've all got time on our hands now. Right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What a bargain. What a New Year bargain. Um, and um, yeah, once you join the Patreon, you get to be a part of the Patreon community. There's lots of messages flying around there. We read out a lot of emails on the Flat Share Lockdown. It's kind of an, it's, it's its own show in its own right. And it's it's, um, it's its own community as well, if I could just talk over you for a second. Um, Anyway, go to patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. I'm going to shut up for the, this last bit. Oh, no, don't. The pressure's on then. Yeah. Uh, Clarky, anything you want to add? Of course. Absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking over for a reason. We've become so used to Crosby talking over us that if we're left to our own devices to finish our own sentences, it actually gets rather... It's, it's, yeah, I was going to say, it's almost, um, you know, it's... Uh, I'm killing myself over here, guys. What are you doing to me? Uh, You're smoking the monster was... out. <laughs> today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham Cheers, everyone. Bye. A please be upstanding for today's neighborhood watch roll call. Ahoy there, me boys. 
there's something I have to tell ye. It's about the time that my asshole did fail. I stood on the deck of the ship and I shit through the eye of a needle. And then I passed that needle to my friend Ollie McHale. Well, hello, my friends. Thank you for that story. I, too, have a story that I'd like to tell you now. I'm thanking you in advance for your story. Please do proceed. Okay, that's what I was doing. Um... (laughs) I now have to... I'll start again, my story. Hopefully no interruptions. I don't want to be passive-aggressive, but this is quite a a tricky one to do. Uh, One time time I was making love and I was told to fuck faster. I was fucking too slow. I was fucking Simon Buckmaster. Thank you for fucking Simon Buckmaster for us. Well, I was was doing it for myself, but if there was any residual enjoyment, I am always happy about that, also cursed in English. Oh, 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 that has really thrown me. Thank you for throwing Ben off the centre. We've also oh. thrown him off the ship. The poor boy has drowned. I am now in the water, drowning, drowning, drowning. I am shouting back to the ship, ahoy, hoy, ahoy. There on the deck is my friend, Sean Conroy. He won't pull me up, but he will fuck me faster. Thank you for your tale, Ben. You really told it sweetly. I got to tell you something else right now. I stood on a boat and I pissed into the ocean. I couldn't see. The room was very darkly. Then I turned around and said, This isn't a room, it's the ocean. The person steering the ship was the arsehole Richard Barkley. Well, thank you for that story of time you confused the sea for a room. It really filled my heart with joy. If I had to describe that story, I'd say it was sweet and nice. And also someone who fits the description is the lovely Annie Price. Thank you for thanking me, for thanking me about the story. Also Tobias or Knacker, over to you, Ben Clark. (laughs) He's in the water again. He's got to stop him from drowning. I think he's only waving. Let's let him carry on. Oh, boy. Oh, the sweet, sweet drowning. Let it come for me. Down to the bottom I go. Oh, try and drag him out. Maybe you could proffer a sandal. I'm going to borrow one off Matthew Campbell. Sorry, Clarky, we interrupted you. You can do the next one. (laughs) Here I am in the lovely ocean. I'll tell you what. I'd like it if it was hot. Never mind, maybe I'll be saved by Michelle Potter. (laughs) Never mind, me boy. Never mind. (laughs) Thank you, Clarky, for your tale. I'll tell you the tale about the time that I was on a boat and I carved a new figure to be at the front of the ship. It was quite a graphic image of me and an elephant getting quite pally and it was really offensive and someone fainted onto Christian Daly. Oh, no. Don't faint onto him, please. Thank oh. you for my tale, Tom. And thank you. Well, thank you for thanking yourself. It never goes unnoticed. 
let me tell you all of the tale the time I climbed the rigging. I was on the crow's nest. I was there with Christopher Biggins. I had a wonderful Christmas. I was there. Christopher Biggins was there to, to greet me. I said, Chris, can I have a lovely hug? He said, of course, wrap your arms around me. I said, I'm going to wrap and grab your love handle. He said, the last person to do that to me was Joe Randall. I thanked myself and him, and I also thanked Tom. I also thanked Rory Smith and Peter Dobson. Thanks to <laughs> Thanks to Rory Smith for creating such bliss and thanks to Peter Dobson and thanks to Michael Craig and th- and uh, from the thin blue line uh, David Haig <laughs> Oh my uh, well thank you all of you thank for you that lovely you. Thank you all of you <laughs> and thank you all of you Thank you, all of you. <laughs> I was on the deck. I was scrubbing it vigorously. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. It really was great. Great. You almost lost your marbles. You gave them to Laura Sharples. But tell us about this. Tell us about this deck you were scrubbing. I can't wait to hear the tale. I didn't see the deck he scrubbed away. I was facing. Mason. Clarky, tell us a tale of this deck so nicely scrubbed. I scrubbed it because it was the captain's wish. And the captain is Alan Smudger Smith. Land a hole, boys! Yo, heave ho! Thank you, Land a hole! Watch a roll, he call! <laughs> 